We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. One of my own relatives, my, my grandmother used to tell him. And this little child had never, in fact, he didn't have an opportunity because he lived in the country and they didn't have any church. Finally, they did start a Sunday school in the local school, country school. But he had made never, you know, he had never made any kind of profession or joined any church or been baptized in water or anything. Just a little fella. And so they were talking about uh, what we we're going to do. See, they're not, not particularly religious people at all. But what are we going to do on Monday? They're talking Saturday at the, at the noon dinner table. Country people eat dinner, you know, in the middle of the day. And he just spoke up and said, uh-uh, I won't be here. What do you mean you won't be here? Well, he said, I'm going to be up there with Jesus. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You don't want to miss this powerful teaching. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Brother Hagan with today's teaching. We have to understand the nature of man. Man is not a physical being. He does have a physical body, but man is not a physical being. Man is a spirit being. He, in fact, he is a spirit. He possesses a soul and he lives in a body. Remember Paul praying for the church at Thessalonica? In 1 Thessalonians 5.23 said, I pray God your whole spirit See, he starts on the inside, the heart of man, the center of his being, and then comes to the outside. I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Son of Man. You remember in the third chapter of John's Gospel, and you can turn there right now while I'm talking if you like, Jesus told Nicodemus, ye must be born again. Ye must be born again. Well, Nicodemus was natural, and so he can only think naturally. See, when he asked here in John 3, verse 4, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? He's thinking of the natural birth, you see. That's the only birth he can think of because he is natural. Notice that Jesus explained in the sixth verse, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. Now, turn in your Bibles to the book of Romans, and I want you to see something. Turn to the book of Romans, and I want you to see that the new birth is a rebirth of the human spirit. The real man is spirit. The spirit operates through the soul the intellect, the sensibilities, and will, the soul in turn operates through the body. Now man who is a spirit and his soul live in a physical body. And at physical death, that man and his soul leave the physical body and goes to his home. If he's a Christian, he goes to heaven. If he's not, he goes to hell. But I want you to see something now. Here in this seventh chapter of Romans, Paul said, For I was alive without the law once, 
But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Now, to understand that, I just read that ninth verse of the seventh chapter of Romans. Let's back up a little bit. And, and notice his thought, and we get the full connection by reading the entire context. For instance, the fourth verse, we'll start reading with the fourth verse of this seventh chapter of Romans. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married unto another, even unto him who is raised from the dead, and that ye should bring forth fruit unto God. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. He's talking about spiritual death now. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead, wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Yea, I had not known sin but by the law. In other words, if the Lord said, Thou shalt not steal, I wouldn't have known it's wrong to steal. If the law hadn't said, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, I wouldn't have known that it was a sin to lie. For I had not known lust except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. But sin taken occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, without the law, sin was dead. For I was alive without the, the law once. In other words, what Paul is saying, that went before he reached the age of accountability and knew the difference between right and wrong, that his spirit was alive to God. After all, where does, where does the spirit come from? Where does the spirit of man come from? From God. The Bible said he is the father of spirits. Amen? And so until the commandment came, my spirit was alive. Now people wonder sometimes, you know, because of what's said in the seventh chapter. This is a little side thought, but it'll help us anyway. In the seventh chapter of 1 Corinthians, some people believe, you know, that the the babies, I'm talking about babies now, I'm not talking about children that reach the age of accountability, babies of un, un, unsaved people, uh, that those babies, they are not alive, their spirit's not alive to God because, you see, it said uh, here that the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband, else were your children unclean, but now they're holy. But uh, just because, and it even said that the unbelieving husband's sanctified by his wife, but that don't mean he's saved any more than the children are saved. Are you listening to it? But now listen, I've seen that little children, know them personally, observed it. Their, their mother and daddy were not Christians, never did go to church, cursed, drank, committed adultery. The man run around with women, the, women, the mother run around with, uh, with, with men. And that little boy, who had never reached the age of accountability, but his spirit's alive to God, would beg them and cry and, and try to get them to do right. Now why? Because his spirit knew what was right. Amen? Amen? And then right on the other hand, I know of, a, a, for instance, one of my own relatives, my, my grandmother used to tell him. And this little child had never, in fact, he didn't have an opportunity because he lived in the country and they didn't have any church. Finally, they did start a Sunday school in the local school, country school. 
But he had made never, you know, he had never made any kind of profession or joined any church or been baptized in water or anything. Just a little fella. And so they were talking about uh, what we're going to do. See, they're not, not particularly religious people at all. But what are we going to do on Monday? They're talking Saturday at the, at the noon dinner table. Country people eat dinner, you know, in the middle of the day. And he just spoke up and said, uh-uh, I won't be here. What do you mean you won't be here? Well, he said, I'm going to be up there with Jesus. And sure enough, Monday he was up there with Jesus. But then some people said, well, no, no, he couldn't have gone to be with Jesus because, you see, he had never been baptized in water. He had never been born again. Well, he had never really reached, just a little fellow, never really reached the age of accountability. But his spirit was alive to God. Can you see that? I can tell you more stories along that line than I know personally or else I know the people that knew them personally. So that proves just what Paul was saying here in this seventh chapter of Romans that for I was alive without the law once. Now what does he mean I was alive? Now notice, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. He said he died. He couldn't be talking about physical death because if he had died physically, he could have been writing a letter to the Romans. <laughs> Amen. You know any physically dead people's writing letters to anybody? <laughs> no, he's talking about spiritual death. He's talking about that my spirit was alive to God because I didn't know the difference between right and wrong. But when I reached that age of accountability, somebody said, well, what is that age? It'll vary with different people according to their environment and, and, and influence and upbringing and so on. And so he said, when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Because you see, that sinful nature is in your flesh anyway. In fact, it's still in your flesh after you're born again. I said, in fact, it's still in your flesh after you're born again. After your spirit's born again and alive to God, that sinful nature is still in your flesh. That must be because Paul said, I keep my body under. If it wasn't, he wouldn't have to keep it under. It'd be fine. It must be because Paul writing to the Romans said, Wherefore I beseech you, brethren, that you present your bodies unto God, a living sacrifice. Amen? Amen. And so when the commandment came, sin revived, you see, and because he followed sin, then he said, I died. Now, what did he mean, I died? He meant that his spirit's not alive to God anymore. That doesn't mean that he ceased to exist as a spirit being, but that his spirit is separated from God. Now it was, see, I was alive. His spirit was alive to God, but now it's dead to God. Now it's not alive to God anymore. I can remember in my own experience, just trace it. I, I know from the time, you know, I, far back as I can remember, I always knew in my spirit, somewhere or the inside me, that I was called to the ministry. And, and they, I, can't, I can't remember this, but, but my mother and grandmother would always tell me, would almost say, I used to say, and as a little fellow, couldn't even talk plenty. Just starting to talk. And I'd tell people, I a preacher. I a preacher. I a preacher. What I was trying to say is, I'm a preacher. I finally turned out to be one. And, and I had that. I knew that. My spirit was, was alive to God up till I was about nine years old. And I can remember exactly when no longer am I alive to God. My spirit then was not alive to God. And, and, and so I went a different direction. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to make a lawyer. I'm going to be a lawyer. But when I got born again, my spirit's alive to God again. 
the 22nd day of April, 1933. Saturday night at 20 minutes to 8 o'clock in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street, the city of McKinney, Texas, when my spirit was born again, born again. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the mini book by Kenneth Hagan entitled The Past Tense of God's Word. Also, there is another mini book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled A Better Covenant. And last but not least, the three CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan, redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. All this for $16.95. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners. So write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen-Birds. We've got some events coming up. Um, we have Living Faith Crusades which Pastor and Mrs. Hagen speak at April 8th through 10th in Greensboro, North Carolina, and April 11th through 13th in Lexington, Kentucky. If you're in the area, they would love to meet you, talk with you. So visit those churches and hear from them. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.